Thanks for checking out the Bridge Podcast. It's not a mistake you found us. We pray God speaks to you today. Check us out Sundays at 10.30 a.m. For more information, go to sfbridge.org. shout out today is for moms. And so, uh, man, we would normally just pray for you, uh, with you here. And so I just want to say a huge welcome to any moms or any ladies who are watching us this morning. And we want to bless you in a fantastic, amazing way today since we can't be with you. And uh, I know some of you have not wanted to drive out, so we've been careful not to do that. And, uh, we want to bless you right in your home uh, without having to, you know, drive to the church or anything like that. But you might have to make one special trip today, and that is to the local Dairy Queen. I'm only going to mention this once, and that is for any woman. What we're doing is we are giving you a free gift of your choice at the local Dairy Queen in St. Francis here. You just go through the drive through and here's the key that you need to know. It's for any lady over the age of 18 uh, and one per car. You just say this. You say, hey, bridge, I'm a bridge lady. Okay, I can't say it because I can't say, I'm a bridge lady. It just doesn't work very well. Derek can't say it, but he's closer to it than I am. Uh, But just say, bridge lady, and you get from us, from the bridge church. You ready for this? All right. Any treat you want. So... If you want to get in there and get a peanut butter parfait or a large blizzard today, do it on us. It's our gift to you. We've talked to the owners of Dairy Queen, and uh, this is a blessing from the Bridge Church. So uh, we want to foot the bill for you so that you can have somewhat of a blessed day. We usually give out chocolate, and so if you like that chocolate, go get a loaded chocolate blizzard today or something with some chocolate. Um, Ladies, if you're listening to me right now, I want to pray a special blessing over you before we jump into this message today. God, would you bless Right now, every woman that can hear my voice today, God, every woman that's played such an impact in our lives, Lord, a a Proverbs woman that it talks about at the end of Proverbs, Lord, not that they would feel like they have to do everything in Proverbs, but they would know they've already done so much of that in our lives. God, we thank you for our moms. We thank you for those grandmas, those women, Lord, those even who are single right now, who aren't moms, who just need a special blessing from you today. Would you bless them and give them that this morning? I pray in your name, Jesus. Amen. Let's say that together. So shout out to your moms on there this morning. Um, I want to just share with you, it was a a while ago, uh, my favorite pizza place closed down a couple years ago, and I brought many of you there, and it was Red Savoy down in St. Paul, Minnesota, and I loved it. And I remember I was sitting there one afternoon, and my wife and I, we had all five of our kids. They were a little smaller, so we took up, you know, basically an entire table. And while we were ordering our food, we ordered a bunch of pizzas, and and I love, like, the everything pizza that it has. I mean, I just love everything in it, you know, like from sausage, pepperoni, green peppers, green olives, just load that sucker, extra cheese, and even sauerkraut, I love having on there. You know, just load it up, and then, you know, my kids, they either want, you know, pepperoni, or cheese or uh, sausage and then you know some of them really like the Canadian bacon pineapple pizza I'm not a big pineapple guy on pizza but I'm married to somebody who is and it's Mother's Day today so if that's what she wants that's what she gets anyway I also really love at Red Savoy one of the things they had was their cheesy bread but here's here's the deal cheesy bread is awesome and so good but you have to dip it in the marinara sauce and 
their marinara sauce is so good, man. I know, right? And it's like filled with like this meat sauce. It's so good. And it's just, it just changes the effect. And so, you know, I have this series that I want to do the rest of May with you called, it's, here we go, it is better with ketchup. Yes, it is. Don't you dare say no. Okay, you know it's better with ketchup. Now, I know some of you uh, don't like ketchup very much, and, and we forgive you. It's okay, but... Some of us all have a different condiment that we love. For me, I love ketchup. In fact, one of my kids used to have a shirt that literally said, I put ketchup on my ketchup. I mean, come on, man. That's, that's like a great condiment. So let me just show up here on the screen for a moment a couple different condiments. And let's see if you like these ones better. Put in the comments if you like these or you think they're gross. I want, I want to hear from you. All right, here's the first one. Our mayonnaise. Some of you are like, ishy. I don't. Some of my kids love mayo. Some of my kids hate mayo. Mayo, there's like no in between. However, come on. This is a picture of the of uh, you know best foods real mayonnaise. Uh, but for me, I'd rather have Miracle Whip than mayo. I'm just saying. All right, Miracle Whip's way better. I just love that tangy zip, man, of Miracle Whip. And don't worry, Miracle Whip. I uh, didn't provide any payment for this today. Uh, here's the next one. Classic ranch, man. Ranch. Some of you guys are insane with your ranch. I see you like dipping pizza in it, like whole pizzas. I've even some seen some of you put ranch on ice cream. Are you nuts, man? Like, what's the deal? But this is your condiment of choice. Here's the next one. We got mustard. Do you like mustard? Mustard to me is like, it's like that child that everybody forgets about, you know? Like, it's there, but no one ever really uses it. And if it's there, you're like, oh, well, it's there. You know, some of us hate mustard. Some of us are like, eh, whatever, it's mustard. I don't, are you a mustard lover? Let us know. And uh, the only time I love mustard is when I'm at the fair and I have a corn dog, man. I, I gotta have mustard on my corn dog, man. That's the way it's the best. But here's, here's one of the greatest ones of all time, the next one. Come on, man. She can't get this today, but every other day, man. Chick-fil-A. This is like this is like the nectar of Jesus. If Jesus wore a necklace, this would be a, the equivalent of that necklace, the Chick-fil-A sauce. All right? Not that mamsy-pamsy stuff from Raisin Cane's, you know. And, and I got to tell you, man, when I've gone to Raisin Cane's and I tried their little, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like literally sour cream without any flavor. I'm just saying. All right. Here's the next one. We got, we got the next one. Ketchup. All right. All right, man, most people love ketchup. Some of you don't. But ketchup, that's one of my favorites. Go to the next one. Here we go. Barbecue sauce, Sweet Baby Ray's, man. Uh, I, I, we don't do a lot of Sweet Baby Ray's. We like Sweet Baby Ray's. Um, but I love some Kansas City-style barbecue, man. Oh, it's so good and tangy. Or uh, Alabama-style barbecue or Georgia-style. I love It's got a little bit tangier uh, mustard seed in there that I love. Or here's the last one. It, uh, oh, we got relish. Go to the next one. Uh, blue cheese. Blue cheese. Let's just talk about blue cheese for a moment. Either you love blue cheese or you can't stand blue cheese. For me, I love it. I love it on a burger, man. I could just literally, I'm going to gross you out right now. I could literally take an entire a brick of blue cheese and just start gnawing on the sucker. I mean, just all the time. I'd be like, oh, this is so good. I love blue cheese, man. It is one of my favorite condiments. Does it gross you out? The only time I ever had it that it was bad, is it, and it was actually blue cheese that had turned green. It was green cheese. And, and I had it going through this like meat place. And it was awful. Now, here's what I want to ask you, though. We're not here just to talk about condiments today. Yes, we're here to bless moms, but I have a message specifically for every person this morning as we start this new series called It's Better with Ketchup. You know what the key ingredient is of every single one of those condiments? There's one key ingredient. One, and, and it's not water. It's salt. 
Literally, it's salt. Okay? Now, I, I know Derek and I go back and forth on, on raisin canes and, you know, and, and better food like Chick-fil-A. However, here's literally my, my raisin cane story. And this is why I, I make fun of it with him. The raisin canes here opened... And when it opened, I went through the drive-thru and I received three little chicken fingers and their sauce. And the chicken fingers literally had no taste. And I believe what happened, because they make it, you know, all the time, uh, there was no salt on it. It literally had no taste. And I have gone there a couple times since, and it was better. It's not my favorite, but it was better because there was salt added. Have you ever tried food or something that was not seasoned with salt? Some of you love salt so much that you don't even try it before you like lace it with salt. But all of those condiments, the thing that brings out the flavor in it is the saltiness. Why do we like ketchup? Because it's sweet and it's salty, man. We love it. It's better with ketchup. Well, here's the deal. God is calling you today to be ketchup. What? I'm going to unpack that. But I believe we are all called to be that condiment to others. We're all called to be ketchup. Or if you don't like ketchup, that's fine. You're called to be your favorite condiment to others. And yes, it's got salt in it. Let me show you. Here, Matthew chapter 5, verse 13. It says, you are the salt of the earth. Hello, you're the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's not longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. That's intense, dude. That is intense. You see, Jesus, within the scripture right here, Matthew chapter 5, he gives two illustrations. And for time's sake, I'm only giving you one, and that's the salt. The other one that he talks about is how you and I are like light. We're to to let our light shine. We're to let our lives have flavor, to be like salt. We are called to be both salt and light. And the common denominator between salt and light is what? Well, they're both elements that penetrate. Both of them do. You see, salt penetrates meat or the food that we eat. And then what does light do? Light penetrates the darkness. In fact, if the lights were off in here right now, you wouldn't even be able to see me. You see, salt's value is in that penetration. It flavors, it protects, it preserves. If you've ever canned food, what's one of the main ingredients you need? You need salt. You know, you put salt in that sucker, you know, how do you think spam in a can can last for 800 years on that shelf? That's why, okay? Us as Christians, and hear me today, we are called to keep a society from rotting. We're the flavor for it. We're the, we're the flavor saver, boy, girl. We're the flavor saver today, all right? Christians, we, we keep a society from rotting. In fact, in Genesis chapter 18, it's this crazy story about, a, about two cities, Sodom and Gomorrah. They were sexually evil. They were falling away from God. And Abraham pleaded with God for those cities. He said, Lord, if you can just find ten godly men, Lord, you know, please, would you spare it? And God said, yeah, yeah, we'll do that, even if I, I find ten. So... It doesn't take much to flavor food. It doesn't take a lot of salt. Just a little bit goes a long way. A little bit can make a difference. What I'm trying to get across to you is a little bit of your flavor in the life of somebody else can make a huge difference, especially today during this COVID-19 stuff. And I know we're all sick of the COVID-19 stuff. I don't even want to talk about it that much. But just know that you're called to be that flavor to somebody else. We can make a difference 
in our society, in our government, in our culture, and maybe not all together, you know, maybe we're not there together, but maybe in your sphere of influence. So let me just give you a few thoughts and a few points today just to ponder and to think about. Here we go. Number one, you've got to focus on planting and not harvesting. And what I mean by this, you're flavoring somebody else's life. When we do that, when we're spreading kindness, okay? Well, think about it like this. Maybe you don't like the ketchup analogy. Use poop as an analogy, or manure, if you will, the fancier term. You know, manure, what does it do? You put it in a giant pile, it smells awful, it stinks. But if you spread it out, what does it do? It makes the field grow beautifully. It's awesome. It does a great job with that. So we want to spread it out. We want to be kind to everybody. You know, today is Mother's Day, and one of the things that my wife asks for, and she can even comment on this, I know she's watching right now, is she always wants fruit trees. Well, her and I have this curse. We literally cannot grow anything. In our house, outside of our house, anywhere. The only time that we've had something grow was a crab apple tree that we planted where our irrigation system hits it intentionally all the time. We planted that and it, it started to take. Well, a couple weeks later, we literally had a giant owl in our yard come and rest its butt on the smallest tree in our yard. Are you kidding me? It's like we have this weird curse. So this year I like studied, I've prayed, and I went from a local place and I purchased two apple trees and I made sure they're the right kind and, and I got them and, and I went over and I dug the right hole and, he, and the guy said to mix in compost and so we mixed in compost with it, told us how often to water it, when to water it, when not to water it, all this. I'm like following all the directions when we're planting it. And so basically it's like planting a seed something that we start with. And I've even seen on Facebook the last couple of weeks, some of you have had, you know, planting questions. You've been planting something and asking others, how do I get this to grow? Is this, is this right? I'm not seeing anything come up yet. Should I? Should I not? And, and here's what I want you to realize. You and I, we can all plant seeds. Even me who can't get them to grow, I can still go plant the seed. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, watch this. This is what Paul says. He says, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but watch this, but God has been making it grow. See, you're called to plant it. You're not responsible for going out, making sure, you know, everything's great, and then harvesting it. You know, how often do we show kindness to somebody else, and it doesn't work the way we want? Number two, people don't just listen, they watch you. They're not just listening to you. They're watching you. I'll be really honest right now. This is an oxymoron of what we're doing right now. To be very straight with you, sometimes I don't think preaching works. I don't think it does. It doesn't transform people instantly. Some of you, if I asked right now, hey, what did I preach on last weekend? Could you say? Could you say the points that I shared last weekend? I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know if I could do that right now. You know, you go back a couple weeks. How, How far back could you go? And all of a sudden you're like, wait, but I bet if you think about the last time you and I hung out together... The last time we spent time together, I was watching your behavior, you were watching mine because we were chilling together. You see, some things, they're just not taught, they're caught. And we got to do life together and see that. You know, I remember a lot of times, you know, what I did with my wife, not what she told me to do. In other words, you know, if my wife said, go do the dishwasher, I might have been like, I totally forgot that. But I can remember last night we played a game and and we watched one of our favorite shows together last night. I remember doing that, okay? 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7, the last part of this verse says this. It says, the Lord does not look at the things people look at. Thank you, God. But watch this. People look at the outward appearance, 
But the Lord looks at the heart. Okay, obviously, thank you God that He looks at our heart. But did you notice something? People can't see your heart. They can't see inside of you. Only God can see inside of you. Colossians chapter 3 verse 12. It says, As those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. You see, what we're called to do, maybe God knows our heart, but to other people know through our actions, God calls us to be kind, to put on these things that Paul talks about in Colossians. To be patient with others. To be gracious to others. To show kindness. And right now, more than ever in our world, I'm calling you the church, the bridge church, those that are hearing me right now. We're called to be kind to this world. Right? Amen? Come on, somebody. We're called to be kind right now. And the question I have to ask myself all the time, daily, is do I want others to emulate and follow my behavior that I'm representing or not? And if the answer is yes, awesome. If the answer is no, then what do I need to do to make right? There's things we can always do to make right. But allow the Holy Spirit to convict you and to show you gently what it is, how you can demonstrate kindness and who it is He's calling you to do that too. Number three, notice the one that no one else notices. Amen? Notice the one that no one else notices. I love this because I think what happens... You know, and I think of like the lonely kid in the lunchroom in high school that's sitting by themselves. You know, for those of you that are teenagers watching this, you know, right now, have you sent a message to that person? Have you Facebooked them or snapped them and say, hey, how you doing, dude? How, how are you? Maybe they don't even know you, but maybe no one's reaching out to them. Notice that person. I think so, so many times we get so focused on ourselves that we miss what's going on around us. We get buried in our own stuff, our Facebook, our texting, all of that. You know, in fact, there was a study done two years ago now that somebody was even killed from texting and walking at a crosswalk because they weren't looking either way. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2. It says, Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. For by this some have entertained angels without knowing it. What? Are you kidding me? So that Harley dude that you paid for his meal through the McDonald's drive-thru with the cool, you know, muscle, you know, uh, handlebar mustache, maybe he was an angel. We don't know. We'll never know until we get to heaven. But we shouldn't just do these things because we're going, well, we might be entertaining an angel. We should just do them out of the kindness of our heart. You know, how you treat, listen to me very carefully right now, how you treat that one person really shows how much you love God. Because our demonstration to others is really our demonstration to God. He says we're supposed to love Him with all of our heart and then love our neighbor as ourself. He says all of the commands, the apostles, the prophets, rest on that command. That's incredible. Okay? If you remember one thing though today, remember this. God uses our action, not our intention. You know... He's going to use you. And you might be like, I I do show kindness. Well, are there other ways that we can do it? Are there other ways that we can show the world Jesus without telling the world Jesus? Because I think sometimes they just want to see it lived out. Now is our time as we've talked about. Here are some suggestions that I have for you. Number one, affirm people. Hey man, just send somebody a compliment online and let everybody see it. Affirm, affirm, affirm people. Lift them up. Make it genuine. Man, I just... I love this. You know, hey, talk to, the, talk to them. Call them. Even tell them. Call your mom today and say, Mom, I just love you for whatever the guy... Even if you've had a rough relationship with her, there's something that you love about her. Two is this. 
what I want you to do is leave a big tip for somebody. And we'll add this to the screen in just a moment. But leave a big tip for somebody. You know, when you go through the drive through you know, the person that hands you their, your meal, leave a big tip for them. If they try to give it back to you, that's fine. You're called to plant the seed, not about the harvest. Do something like that. You know, the person that's delivering your groceries to you or putting them in your car for you, give them a five spot, give them a ten spot, give them something. Be generous for them. Third is this. Ask people questions. You know, on Facebook, when you're talking to them, who, what, when, where, why, have questions. I love them. Not just yes or no questions, but man, how are you doing? How are you? Focus on them. Show them kindness that we care and that we want to be there for that person continuously. Just ask them, hey man, how's it going right now? Has it been a struggle? Even when you're going through the drive-thru, even if it's a stranger, hey man, are you doing okay? Has it been alright? Are you, are you good? Four is this. Write somebody a letter. You know, somebody in our church here recently wrote my kids' letters. And i got to tell you, it was awesome to see their faces when I got the mail and they opened it up. And here was a letter handwritten to them. Yes, snail mail. It still is a thing. The post office is still working. Leave your post office worker something in the mailbox. You know, say, I love you. We're praying for you. And pray for them if you're saying that. You know, but we have to remember this. You're not responsible for what that person does or how they respond. How they respond. But remember... The Holy Spirit is at work in each person in a different way. You know, this week I took one of my kids and, and we went hiking. We had a blast hiking. And, and in between hikes, we hiked at two different parks. In between it, we went to a drive-in. And our meal came to about $20. And, and this is one where people come up to your car. I'm not going to tell you exactly where it was. And, and we decided to hand this person a $20 bill. So my meal was, so I tipped 100% to this person. And they walked away and they didn't say anything about it. And I, whatever. But part of me was like, did you get it? Like, I want to make sure you didn't drop that 20 on the ground. But I thought, they're out working. They're out doing things. I want to take care of them. I want to bless them. So do that. Even if you're not going to get anything in return. Let me give you one last scripture here this morning. It's in Proverbs chapter 25, verses 21 through 22. If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. If he is thirsty, give him water to drink. For you will heap burning coals on his head, and the Lord will reward you. You see, God would not command something that he is not. And who he is, is he somebody that loves the enemy. He, not, not talking Satan, he loves us. He loves those that were once away from him. And so what God is calling us to do is put kindness on others, even those that we normally want. And what the scripture is saying here is basically what we're doing is we're taking a coal... This, this is the historical context within this verse. Is during this time a coal would help heat the coals of all the other people in the village so that they could eat and have fire and have light. God's calling us to be those coals within those families. You know, that time that I was at Red Savoy with my family and I was dipping in the marinara sauce and we had all these pizzas. Well, it was my birthday. And we, were, we, we had it all. In fact, I think our bill came to like $80, $90 that day. The waitress came up at the end of our meal together, and I had been going to Savoy since I was 16 years of age. Not once since then or before then did this happen. This was the only time. And the waitress came over to me and she said, Hey, sir, I just want you to know that you don't owe anything today, not even a tip. And I said, What are you talking about? And she said, Somebody anonymously paid for your entire meal today. And I thought, That's crazy. Are you kidding me? Like, I like to be the other one on the other side. 
And this gentleman got up and he came over to me and he said, Hey, uh, I just want you to uh, know that you and your wife, this is when our kids were a little younger, said you're doing a great job raising your kids and we just wanted to bless you today. And I said, I'm, I'm humbled. Thank you. It was kindness that somebody displayed to me and I want to be that to others. Don't you? You see, showing kindness in a practical way, it doesn't always end up leading to prayer with somebody. You control the planting of it. You can't control the harvest of it. Okay? I can line up everything right to make a church grow and COVID-19 can hit. I can line up everything for a church to grow, but maybe God's not ready for that yet. It's my job to plant a seed and to water and to take care of it. It's up to the great gardener to make it grow. Let me give you one last thought here and we'll bring this to a close this morning as you celebrate your moms and the women in your life. Check this. Hear this very carefully this morning. I don't have it. It's on the screen. But I believe God wants you and I to demonstrate kindness through social media. Not, don't wait till tomorrow to show kindness. Do it today somehow. Be the ketchup in somebody's life. Be the condiment you like in somebody's life. But hear this. God is not doing these things through you to change the other person's heart. He's doing them through you to change yours. Allow Him to change yours today. Here's what I want to do. We're going to put a phone number up on the screen. And just in the last minute here, here's what I want to ask you to do. Today and every week, write this number down. When you're at the place in your life where you say, Pastor Chris, Pastor Derek, today's the day that I want to give my life to Jesus. I'm going to follow Him. I want to pray that God forgives me of my past, that I want to follow Him for all the days of my future. Let us know. Just text yes to this number. We get this and we want to pray for you. Last week, one person in our church who was watching online said yes to a relationship with Jesus. And it's about the one. So let's give God the praise for that. And let's give God the praise for what He's doing in your hearts and the hearts of that one again today. So if today is your day, I want to pray with you and again for all the moms and we'll close. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for this service together. Would you just be a blessing as you always have as we're going to be a blessing to others. We're going to show kindness like we never have. Generosity like we never have. Lord, to not only those we like, not even to people in our church, but to those outside of our church. Lord, to strangers. And God, today for any person that needs to make it a reality for them to have a relationship with you, do it in their life this morning as they say yes to you. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, everybody, I love you. Happy Mother's Day. God bless all you moms. We're going to be praying continuously for you through the day. Go to Dairy Queen. Enjoy your treat on us. It's got to be today. And uh, let us know if you need anything or if we can be praying for you. Have a great Sunday, everybody. We love you. Bye-bye. This has been a podcast of The Bridge Church. Have a great week. Stop in Sunday sometime and visit. If you would like to give, you can do so online at sfbridge.org. Have a great week.